0: We've all heard it, eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751
1: and use discount code Kate.
2: The government is corrupt. To fix this, politicians would like to grow its size and control. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What's the name of this proposal?
1: Yeah, so so the name of this project is FunVax, which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism. And you have a proposal already? The proposal uh, has just been submitted. But by spreading
2: this... individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a market and blowing up the market? So
1: our, our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene, and that by vaccinating them against this, we'll eliminate this behavior at the least.
2: How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed? Sure so.
1: Well, so so the the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses, uh, such as flu or or, uh, rhinoviruses, and uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us, of course, have have been exposed to both of those viruses, and and we're we're quite confident that that this will be a a very successful uh, approach.
0: Sounds fun, right? The fun backs from 2005. How do you get people to not be so religious? Because it's not all about people blowing up markets. We realize that. He was talking about the masses. Um, so that was in 2005 <laughs> with the Department of Defense. Isn't that great? Anyway, hi, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. It's always fun kind of hearing what they have in mind. Like, who could we slip this into a little vaccine? Oh, yeah, everyone has upper respiratory. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome to the show. And I have Chris Ann Hall and I have Simon Lee in this hour, and you're not going to want to miss either one of them. Chris Ann Hall from the Chris Ann Hall Show, and of course, Teaching Our Country, Sheriff's Departments. Uh, let's see, where else are you? CPAC. I mean, you name it. Um, or CPAC. Uh, um, what is the channel? C
3: SPAN. C SPAN. Thank
0: you. Um, <laughs> no, 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 all over the place.
3: I've never been invited to be at CPAC. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they're missing out, man. Um, they no, must. They're afraid of me. Yeah, they're very afraid. Oh, um, Welcome to the show, by the way. And you come every thank Thursday, you. and I absolutely love it. And thank you. And there's so much to talk about. In fact, let's talk about being locked out. Let's talk about that, shall we?
3: Yeah. So uh, Louis Gohmert, Marjorie Green, and Matt Gates went to visit the federal prison where the January 6th detainees are being held unconstitutionally without due process. The nonviolent, remember- not armed ones
4: the ones the that not were never violent not armed oh, yeah,
3: trespassers mm. who are being indefinitely detained without due process without bail uh, for trespassing right which is Jeez. in any state of this union a misdemeanor yeah which is punishable only by 60 days in the jail
4: mm-hmm. you
3: know Yeah. Right? right so in any state in this union it's maximum sentence is a $500 fine and a 60 days in the or 60 days in the county jail, and they're being indefinitely detained. There's being reports from family members coming out that these people are being tortured. Some of them were stripped naked and beaten in front of female guards, is the report. Oh my gosh! And uh, Marjorie Green and Louis Gomer and Matt Gates took a trip over to the federal prison. You know, mm-hmm. federal prison, the one funded by federal dollars. Of which they're federal. U.S. House reps actually vote to grant, right? Uh huh. And they were locked out. How does that happen? What are. Oh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The whole video is up on uh, Facebook. I'm going to be showing it on my show today. The whole video is up on Facebook. And uh, they went inside and asked for a supervisor. They were sitting around waiting for the supervisor. Um, OAN is there and Right Side Side News is there and they've Mm -hmm. got the cameras rolling and they're interviewing and they made them put on masks so they put on masks and then they said, well, the supervisor is outside. So they went outside to talk to the supervisor. When they went out to talk to the supervisor, the supervisor literally ran inside and locked the door. Oh my gosh. What? Yes. So they went to go back in. And they wouldn't let them in. they locked lock them out. There was even an attorney, not even related to our representatives there, trying to get in to see a client. And they wouldn't open the door for the attorney to see his client. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Now, I'll, I'll tell you what you need to say. You people need to get up. They need to get hit the streets. And they need to get proceeds. We need to be like Australia and get 1,600 people in the streets until this, this stops. Right. Because if we say nothing, Kate, what we've done is given our consent to this lawless government. You see, we are a constitutional republic. That means our government is supposed to run solely on the gears of representation. And when our representatives are denied oversight to the very places we fund, mm-hmm. who runs the
0: government? Who's in charge? Who's doing this? Oh, it just makes my stomach turn. Oh my gosh. I And
3: Marjorie Marjorie Greens like I I know I came with very simple questions. She said I just wanted, you know, to see how it was running. She says, Now that we're locked out, she says I have a whole hell of a lot more questions.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I can't imagine what their recourse will be, but please, please let it be This is the kind of crap they did in huge. Vietnam.
3: Yeah. When when we went when our press went to tour the vietnamese prisons they wouldn't let them in and then they finally let our press in to tour them after they had beaten the prisoners into submission and they were able to and cleaned them up and stood them there and if anybody remembers that whole scene one of the prisoners slipped a message to jane fonda please help us we're being tortured in a handshake and then jane Fonda turned over and gave the paper to the Vietnamese prison guard.
0: Yeah, she's so despicable. I can't watch her. I, I literally can't watch her. I don't know how people forgave that. I don't know how people I don't either. forgot it. Well, but they don't know. They don't know because we don't teach it. Right. I just, I'm floored. I don't even know what
3: this to is, say. This is not a federal prison. This is a Chinese uh, torture. This is a Vietnamese torture prison. This is a, 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 a gulag.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Or
3: dissenters. I'm just floored. I'm
0: floored at the whole thing. I played the Best Actor Awards yesterday for Adam from Illinois there and um, also Adam Schiff in trying to raise a level of emotion uh, because everybody went through so much. And I'm thinking, what did they go through? Anyway, uh, they weren't armed. Nobody was armed. It was absolutely ridiculous. I do want to talk. Oh, yeah. We
3: had a coup with people taking selfies. Yeah, yeah, that's our big coup. It was a yeah. coup. That's our
0: violent insurrection, trying to put insurrection into the insurrection. It's kind of amazing AOC to
3: running around screaming, I was afraid I was going to be raped. She wasn't even there. No, I know. She was down the
0: road in the building with <laughs> Mitt Romney. Wow. Uh, there's so many jokes I could go there right now with that. Uh, it's absolutely insanity and I don't even, I'm sometimes just out of words, and that would be one of those things. And I also wanted you to comment on Department of Justice uh, doing the mandatory for federal workers. Yes.
3: so the Department of Justice released a legal opinion uh, that we call a white paper in which they say that reading the federal law, so the FDA, there's a federal law that says that if the FDA issues an emergency use authorized drug, which is what these vaccines are, they're not FDA approved, they're only granted emergency use authorization, that in that in that case, there are conditions for use. Condition number one, they cannot use coercion to get people to take the drug or the vaccine in this case. Number two, everyone who is encouraged to take the drug must be told of the risks and the benefits. And then number three, you, you have to inform them that they have the option to refuse. And the DOJ sent out this white paper, this legal opinion that said, well, it says we have to inform them of their option to refuse. We don't actually have to give them an option to refuse.
0: Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah.
3: So, no, seriously, then they give the dic- dictionary definition of inform <laughs> and say, well, we don't have to actually give you, there are are consequences, right? We have to inform you that you can refuse, uh, but we don't have to, we can punish you for not refusing.
0: That makes no sense. They're just parsing words? This is what, whoa. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, no, it's absolutely one of the most, this is actually more ridiculous than the DOJ white paper that came out underneath Eric Holder, which defined domestic terrorism and redefined the word imminent. Right. So in that white paper under Eric Holder, they defined the word imminent as there might be sometime in the future, we think, a danger. That's how they defined imminent in that white paper. Right. Um, but now we have the, you know, you have, you have the option to refuse, but we only have to inform you of that.
0: I, I'm more confused than when we started talking about this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
3: So we are actually teaming up with lawyers with my, my nonprofit, LibertyFirst.Legal.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, LibertyFirst.Legal, we have uh, a lawyer from Washington. Uh, we have a, uh, rep, you, a uh, state rep here in Florida who's also an attorney, and I, and uh, probably uh, a, another attorney in Arkansas who works for the Arkansas Supreme Court. Uh, who are going to team up to do a legal challenge against this DOJ paper? So you know me, I don't, I don't do the plugs. But anybody who would like to support us in this legal action, they can go to libertyfirst.legal Legal and make a donation, a tax-deductible donation, to help us uh, pull together the resources to do this and make it happen.
4: Oh,
0: I love this idea! Thanks for doing something. I, I.
3: It, People... Now, we're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. I happen to know for a fact that Liberty Counsel, uh, Matt Staver's group, is also going to be filing a lawsuit. But the more briefs we file, the better off we'll be. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're honestly, but I think it's the only way to go.
3: Well, but here's the key, Kate. Okay? Mm-hmm. These guys know it's going to be challenged. They know it's going to be challenged. You read the paper, you know it's going to be challenged, right? Right. So they're going to be working now to break that pe- breakneck pace yeah. they're going to be pushing through the businesses pushing through the communities to force people to do this before anybody can overturn it and so people have got to be aware and they've got to be aware of the risks and they have to be aware uh that they really literally will not only be trading their lives they'll be trading the lives of their children and grandchildren if they do this And that's the risk. So it's not just simply a health risk. If you take the vaccination, you also waive your right to due process indefinitely.
0: It just makes me sick. No doctor has ever seen COVID, too. And I wish the doctors would step up and stop saying that uh, they they wholeheartedly believe somebody has COVID when they've never seen it. They don't know what it is. Uh They can't describe it. And they only go off of a fraudulent test. I'm just so tired of it. I'm tired of it if we would have had
3: that the cdc says is fraudulent yeah
0: oh yeah yeah if we had doctors stepping up we would not have the utter confusion going on in america too would have been really you know the
3: swine flu vaccination was recalled by the fda after 54 deaths
0: yep i do i played that tape from mike wallace actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you chris ann hall you're amazing go to chrisannhall.com to help out be right back kate daly show Hey, everybody. Just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things. And let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to mypillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks,
2: you guys.
4: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450.
2: This is the Kate Daly Show.
0: Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Welcome. And uh, glad you're hanging out and listening. Just park the car. You're going to want to listen to this. And of course, uh, you can go to katedalyradio.com over two point, uh, almost 2.4 million downloads of the uh, podcast of the show. I love that. And we have listeners all over the world. So welcome to all of you. Big thank you to Chris Ann Hall for coming on and uh, always making fantastic points um, about our constitution and about the headlines. And of course, go to mypillow.com. Make sure that you're going to mypillow.com and order up. Because when you order, um, what an amazing thing this is, Mike Lindell and I have partnered up and you can get some of the finest products in bedding and linen. I absolutely love these products. Um, My husband was just raving about the robe, in fact, Uh, just amazing products. And you're helping Truth and Radio as well, helping this show stay on. And of course, uh, you're helping Mike Lindell as well. So it's really a threefer, which I love, right? Not just a twofer, but a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure to put the code Kate in. And on some products, you can get up to 66% off. I mean, it's just amazing. what he is doing uh, to help. And I love it. So go to mypillow.com. You're going to love it. And if you have somebody in your family that snores, get the uh, blue pillow. The blue pillow is really the pillow for snoring. It actually stops snoring. Uh, You're going to love me for this one, aren't you? Uh, Make sure. And uh, it's the blue label, but make sure and go to mypillow.com because you can't get it in stores anyway. All right. Put the code Kate. My uh, next guest is Simon Lee and I met Simon at Freedom Fest and we had such a wonderful conversation that I asked him to come on and speak to all of you, because I think you're going to gain a lot from his story. And Simon, I welcome to the program, by the way. Hi, Kate. Hi. So glad you're joining me. Tell, tell the audience just a little bit about you and your background.
2: Okay. Um, I'm born and raised in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was columnist for a newspaper, uh, recently closed down because of the government um, sanctioned um, The government did a lot of things um, trying to close down our newspaper since uh, many Mm -hmm. years ago Um, but until very recently they have been putting a very tremendous stress on us Um, firstly um, all our bank accounts were frozen and then uh, they had police um, coming to the newspaper And eventually, um, the newspaper, the management decided um, it was no longer safe um, to continue to operate. So uh, the newspaper closed down. But um, I've been a columnist for the newspaper for 15, 16 years. And uh, I mostly uh, wrote about economics. I, Mm. I wasn't even really about politics as much but mm-hmm. um yeah that was my background and i also uh, um i i founded a think tank in hong kong um uh, called the Line rock institute with two of my friends uh, since 2004 and uh, but as you can see um these days um, the civil society in hong kong was not um very accommodative, and Mm -hmm. we were pretty much uh, not doing much uh, because of the atmosphere.
4: So Mm. that's pretty much
0: it. You know, let's talk about that, though, because it was really getting to a fevered pitch, and then all of a sudden the world gets captivated by the cold virus named COVID. And so what happened when that happened in Hong Kong? Did it just shut everything down?
2: Uh, uh, Because... Hong Kong was a little different with regards to the COVID because in 2003, we experienced another, I would say the prequel to COVID called SARS. Mm.
4: Um, 2003
2: SARS almost brought down Hong Kong. Um, So when COVID came to Hong Kong, our first reaction was, oh, don't tell me. This is the real thing, and the second coming of the right, uh, the, 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 the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the very beginning, I think Hong Kong was in uh, in a massive paranoia. Mm-hmm. Uh, people scramble for masks. People scramble for all the supplies: um, kitchen towel, uh, hand sanitizer, wherever they can get hold on to. and. Uh, and immediately um hong kong was closed down um locked down totally uh, before anyone else so hong kong was the first one that was being closed down locked down and um unlike the rest of the world uh hong kong is still being locked down is it wow till now wow yes
0: it's a long time holy cow um, and so, you know, this freedom movement—you were kind of reminding me that this actually started uh, over 20 years ago. I mean, I, you know, I think people thought yep. that it started very, a lot more recently. And if you'd like to talk about how that how that got started, how do you do that um, under under such oppression? I mean, in in a it, lot of regards.
2: Um, it started in. 2003, um, it was the first time Beijing instructed the Hong Kong government to legislate on national security. Um, It was a very sudden change in Beijing's attitude to Hong Kong, because before 2003, um, Beijing had um, adopted a more or less a freehand approach to Hong Kong, even during the Asian financial crisis
4: mm-hmm.
2: beginning from 1997, uh, Beijing left Hong Kong alone. Um, but then suddenly in 2002, 2003, um, Beijing changed its direction and instructed the Hong Kong government um, to legislate on the national security law. And there was massive protests Uh, half a million people went on the street and the business sector protested and the government shelved the proposal. And we thought that might be uh, a victory for Hong Kong people. And that was when we started the Lion Rock Institute, um, Mm. the free market think tank, Mm -hmm. because we thought there might be a need for a voice in society. To remind sure. people how fresh our freedom is. So, uh, uh, for about 10 years or so, we had this uh, happy coexistence uh, between the China mm-hmm. influence and our Hong Kong people trying to defend freedom
4: mm-hmm. and
2: um, our institution, including the rule of law and uh, free market.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think another major milestone, major change, was 2012, and um, the government take, took another um, turn, suddenly trying to introduce a change in the um, education system. Mm. Uh, they were trying to. They're trying to introduce Mm -hmm. this moral and national education um, to um, secondary school Mm -hmm. students. Um, Culturally speaking, Hong Kong people uh, had a thing about education. They they think education is very important. We Mm -hmm. value education. We think Mm -hmm. it was a very essential institution of society and should not be uh, muddled with um, it should be free from politics. Uh, so you can, you can see um, that was, that was really a, 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 a very important thing to Hong Kong parents. You know, we, we think education is sacred. Right. The Holy cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and there was a, another protest broke out and government again, withdraw. um, the proposal, mm. and I think throughout all these years, Beijing gradually became impatient with Hong Kong. Um, given uh, and and Beijing may consider the Hong Kong government being incompetent mm. in dealing with its people, so. This was what happened in, um, I in the past few years. Wow. Beijing government took the issues in their own hands. And hence, um, we've seen all these massive protests um, took place in Hong Kong. And if anyone asks me what happened in the past few years with Hong Kong, I would say we were promised 50 years of autonomy, Mm. Hong Kong people ruling Hong Kong yeah. um, it, you can be part of China but you can also be highly autonomous um, running on your own affairs but it seems Beijing had a different vision about Hong Kong yeah it so seems... um, hmm. Beijing intervened into Hong Kong's affairs and Hong Kong people resisted. That was pretty much the wow. what happened? Well, In the past 2, 3 years.
0: How did they get together to do that? under the very watchful eye you know I'm looking at the January 6th people and the people went into the building they they were waved in and they were taking selfies and of course they're being accused of being terrorists right and so they weren't armed or anything I mean really it should just be a trespassing charge really I mean but they were waved in by the Capitol Police but look how we're treating them look how they're being demonized and the FBI is just straight up lying look at what's happening in this country to demonize these people and hold them in uh, federal prison um, without out even so much as anything right I can't they can't get out and and here's the deal how did people do because a lot of people are afraid to even get together now or go to any kind of rally because of this kind of heavy-handedness going on how did people get together to to do protests wouldn't they have been shut down a lot of
2: yes a lot of things um, took place um, in in real life but a lot of other things took place in on the internet mm. um, People were very creative and mm-hmm. um, there was one thing that i I really want to share with um, all people all over the world
4: mm-hmm.
2: Hong Kong people work together on um, different movements and uh, campaigns very often we don't know each other huh. if it, it, it was on the internet everyone mm-hmm. Everyone is anonymized. Mm-hmm. We don't know the identity of others. So uh, we work together in the sense that um, everyone deliberate, uh, propose an idea, uh, propose the reason why an idea is worth uh, pursuing, and what it takes to execute the plan. And people discuss. And then um, I I can give you one example. Um, in 2019, July 1st,
4: uh-huh.
2: um, a group of people came up with the idea that uh, we might want to uh, we might want to run an advertising campaign all over the world on major newspaper yeah. um, to tell the world what happened. Okay. So we have people who came up with design. We have people who came up with the copywriting. We have people who came up with... Uh, Getting the uh, price the quotation from different newspaper we have people um, organizing the fundraiser um, mm. the crowdfunding okay uh, I'm, will you,
0: I'm gonna stop you, you right know, there few, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna come right okay. back I want to I want you to tell the rest sure. of this when we get back um, I'll be right back Kate Daly no, show no I'm talking with Simon Lee you're not gonna want to miss this and uh, we'll be right back Kate Daly show KateDalyRadio.com. Is it Thursday? Oh, my gosh. Tomorrow's Friday. Glenn Beck's on tomorrow's show. Epic Times is coming on tomorrow. And uh, lots of guests next week as well. Lots of wonderful sheriffs sharing their stories, all kinds of things um, on how to to protect, how to protect. And uh, their citizenry. I also wanted to mention Get Over to Balance of Nature. This is the product. If you're looking for a food supplement, and by the way, you should be. Uh, our our uh, food supply is utter crap. <laughs> if you egg even stack it against the rest of the world, it's pretty terrible. We actually need the nutrients from a food supplement at this point in time in 2021. Make sure that you're getting the very best product, and that is Balance of Nature. And make sure you have extra because it will keep. And you'll want some on your shelf. And if we have shortages, uh, you will have those nutrients. And I'm telling you, it is so worth it. Make sure you get over to balanceofnature.com. Balance of Nature, read all about the product, all the information's there, videos, everything, and even the process by which they make it, which is pretty amazing. And then, um, you can take three uh, veggie caps and three fruit caps a day. It's 31 fruits and vegetables. They even have a a fiber drink that goes along with it. Just make sure you put in the code KATE, K-A-T-E, when you get to Balance of Nature. Um, That will give you the savings. That will give you the free shipping. Is Put in the code KATE, K-A-T-E, balanceofnature.com. I love those guys. Um, My guest is Simon Lee and we were just talking uh, from Hong Kong we were just talking about what's been going on in Hong Kong and how they have done it how have they um, kind of uh, you know rebelled against this the the, the you know the, the oppression that is consistently served up around the world but it's been Hong Kong's been very interesting to watch and you were just talking about getting online with people that you don't even know and coming together to uh, to get information on paper right I love this story. Yeah yeah
2: and and I think one of the one of the um biggest lessons we learned is um firstly we assume um every conversation is being listened to yeah and so we do everything under some light and um at the point of time whatever we did was perfectly legal at the point of time um that was another reason why Beijing and uh, Hong kong government uh kept changing the law and made it more uh, restrictive over mm, time. Um, I see. That was because we we were actually perfectly legal, and then they were, okay, if you uh, if you do that, it, it was not good. So we changed the law, so made it illegal, and retrospectively. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we, we learned was um, it, we do not trust people we trust the idea it was the idea that makes sense it was mm-hmm. reason that okay. we believe in not the not the people um we don't even know who they are and thirdly um i think it was very important as well was um we might disagree but when we disagree um uh, so be it um people do have different ideas they they might have a different take um, mm-hmm. so when we disagree, uh, we went separate ways, but we were trying to actually we had a healthy competition in a way, <laughs> so it was not only a movement that everyone works together, but we also compete in in the realm of ideas so mm-hmm. that was the beauty of the whole movement. If you look at it right at the, at the micro level, look at how people. Deliberate how people compete and cooperate at the same time. It was just beautiful.
0: I love, I love this, and 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 you made such a, a striking point just now that I hope people picked up on was, you weren't looking for a leader. You didn't need somebody to guide you. It was more or less coming together. Uh, anonymously and the sharing of ideas to form these groups. Because this happened in East Germany, too. This is how it happened. There was no leader. It was more or less groups coming together, and they would even have a person from each group go and talk to another group, and no one even knew who that person was. I mean, they really kept it on the down low. And so I find it striking when you when you say, you know, there's no leader. There was no, no one person to to guide us through that.
2: And I think the idea of democracy isn't really about the majority suppressing the minority. It was like everyone could have a say, and if you disagree, you don't have to be subjugated to the will of other people. Right. Everyone, everyone would just do their own thing, and I think, I think this is this is essentially what democracy is about. Democracy is not about um, having a majority and then deciding everything—that um, was a tyranny in disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, democracy means you always have the right to say no. Right. I, I think yeah. that is very important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because over here, as a republic, we always all, the government keeps referring to us as a democracy, and and a republic is a democracy within the republic, and then the republic is your representation and it's so different I hope we can hold on to it it's supposed to work really well when uh, people are not (laughs) co-opted and so we have a a huge degree of co-opting in this country of our our elected officials and so a lot of people here think they I think we like the, the our idea of the fact that we think we have a ton of freedom but at the end of the day we don't anymore. And it's been uh, truly uh, kind of like slice by slice been, been, been taken. And what was the catalyst to the point where Hong Kong finally finally went, now, wait a minute, we're fighting back. We're, we're, this is not okay with us. What was that catalyst?
2: Um, it was in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. um, as I say, China um, tried to impose more and more executive decisions on hong kong and there was one point that china and actually it was the hong kong government said how about we have an extradition law with china so when china requested someone to be sent
4: right
2: uh, to china for for trial we would just send people there so effectively, that's the backdoor legislation to Hong Kong, right? Whenever China says, oh, I want this guy to send him to <laughs> Beijing, that's, anyone would be endangered. So Hong Kong people were like, no, that was enough was enough. <laughs> and we have all these executive decisions, right? But now you are basically yeah. in wholesale manner, put the entire Chinese mainland law you know, superimposed on Hong Kong. That's not okay, mm. but what happened was eventually um, even without that extradition bill, um, we had an even more draconian version of that now uh, so um, wow. um, in a way you, in a way, the national security law is um, is effectively the same thing. Um, anyone who deemed to be a threat to national security can be tried in China.
1: Wow.
2: So, Scream. and whatever they define as national security, then there are mm-hmm. 14 different areas of national security. Jeez. So, how oh. yes, I'm not <laughs> kidding. They wow. define national security in very minute details. So, um, that was, why i decided it might no longer be safe for me to remain in hong kong and i left
0: yeah wow so how do they how do people over there view the media and the government i i look at the people here there's a a segment of society here that's all in and loves to be brainwashed i guess and absolutely loves the control they don't think anyone can make a decision for themselves because they actually encourage more and more government what is that like in in China? I mean, do people believe in in this kind of force and coercion, or do they just put up with it? Do they know their media is lying to them? I don't think we have figured that out over here.
2: Um, well, when you have such an over-the-top uh, propaganda machine, uh, mm-hmm. I can understand why people will find it uh, hard to um, hard to hard to question the government but what happened in Hong Kong was um, things just cannot add up the, the 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 whole picture presented to us was the government always lies and mm. now it comes to a point that we we assume the government is holding something or not being totally
4: honest
2: um it it made the government very difficult to function as well so i if there's anything i i, I would love to tell um uh, anyone in in the united states that would be um go either way like 100% believing in the government versus what we had like 100% into assuming the government lies.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: um both ends will make it very difficult for society to function. But uh I err to the side that would let's play safe, right? Mm-hmm. Assume the government lies and right. If they don't, uh, fine, but I don't believe in everything the government says. That's yeah. my that's my safety.
0: <laughs> how do how do the Chinese how do, the, how do the folks in Hong Kong feel about America and Americans? What do they see about us?
2: Uh, remember, uh, like, I think a lot of uh, listeners, when they saw on the news, uh, sometimes uh, in our protests, we had uh, some of the protesters are holding American flags. Yes. And uh, also the the, um, the British flag. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I don't know. Part of that was uh, to provoke the, mm-hmm. the sensational Chinese. That right, right, Some of the very patriotic Chinese they were like so annoyed by that. But um, in okay. general, I think Hong Kong people they they know that uh, it is our fight. But um, but on the contrary, uh, I have a reflection. Um, it, In the past week, when we were at the Freedom Fest, Uh there was one session, uh, a gentleman who talked about um, all the things that's going wrong in -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how great the Chinese government was in dealing with COVID, the economy. (laughs) And he said, well, it was nominally a communist party, but you know what? The United States was also a socialist country. And I was in the audience, and I was like, hold on, yeah. two wrongs do not make one right. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact is, you can be here in the United States to talk about what is going wrong Amen. in the nation. That means we have a chance to correct ourselves. Good point. The beauty of the United States is we can always find a way out by, through because we, we have the freedom to do so. If point. you go to China, I, I really wanted to challenge that gentleman. I bet. If he could stand in the street in Beijing, mm-hmm. handing out leaflet for 15 minutes right. without the police um, arresting him,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I would shut up for the rest of my life. I would just <laughs> shut up if he could do that. You're I, so I'm right I'm pretty though. sure in five minutes, he will be taken to a police station and questioned
0: you are so, so right. No, you really well, are. Was like,
2: it's a great point. What, what, who are you talk about? And and the beauty of this nation is really freedom, and mm-hmm. we must cherish that. And Keep not it. freedom for particular person, but uh, freedom for everybody.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: once you protect freedom for anyone, you protect freedom for everybody. That that's the beauty of it.
0: Absolutely. And here, you know, I love your point, by the way. And you're right. You're right. And we have so many wonderful things here and and ways out if we can. Learn to work together to figure this out, uh, to grab our our liberty back um, because it's been it's been taken in a lot of slices. But we still are um, able to hand out leaflets for 15 minutes on a street corner. And what you're saying is exactly right. And you know, talking about freedom and free speech, I mean, look at you. I mean, your your career has been in putting out information and in ink. You know, your newsletters and and these types of things on the on the internet. And I love that it really does come down to the freedom to do that. And that's what can help a people understand kind of how to get out of that or or where they're at. I love that.
2: Um, And I think um, another thing is, this is exactly what the Chinese government wants people to believe in. That Mm -hmm. is, China is better, greater. And Beijing has a better way in running the world than the United States.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So this is exactly what the Communist Party of China wants people to believe in.
4: Yes, and you're right. how can
2: we have someone in the Freedom Fest to believe in that? I, I, I just cannot comprehend it. I don't it. know,
0: because it was filled with libertarians, and I can't... <laughs> I can't, conservatives, constitutionalists, I can't wrap my brain around that. Um, Simon Lee, thank you. Uh, it's been really interesting that talking pleasure. to you. Really interesting. And uh, I'll be right back on The Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. KateDalyRadio.com. We have more to discuss. Don't go anywhere.